Welcome to CPAC Today in Politics. Coming up, Jason Kenney meets with the Prime Minister. Alberta has been the great engine of prosperity, social mobility, and shared wealth in modern Canada. But our ability to play that role in the future is at risk. The government announces a plan to cut taxes for the middle class. We were very clear in the campaign that we wanted to reduce taxes. This is a measure that will help 20 million Canadians. It's a significant measure. And signs of progress on the new trade deal with the United States and Mexico. So much for all those people who said that uh, the little incident last week at the NATO summit would annoy Trump. Uh, Business is business and they're getting down to the business of getting this deal on the ground. It's Tuesday, December 10th. I'm Mark Sutcliffe. Let's get right to the top political stories this morning. I'm joined by Susan Delacourt, the Ottawa Bureau Chief for the Toronto Star. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Mark. So Jason Kenney will meet with the Prime Minister today. Yesterday, we got to see quite a bit about what he's going to be talking about. He has a five-point plan. It includes some firm timetables around pipelines. He uh, wants to see uh, the federal government start working more for Alberta uh, and uh, less maybe from his perspective of Alberta working for the federal government. So how do you think this meeting is going to go? Well, first of all, we should stand back and take a look at the scope of this visit. While the Prime Minister has been meeting with other premiers, they have been, to date, uh, one hour or hour and a half long affairs uh, up on the, you know, in the Prime Minister's office and a scrum afterwards and take your leave. This is huge, what uh, Jason Kenney is doing this week. He's brought eight ministers with him. He has taken out a front-page ad in the Ottawa Citizen. He spoke to the Canadian club. You know, this is a Cecil B. DeMille uh, performance in Ottawa. But the way I've been dividing it in my head was on Monday was the marketing plan, and Tuesday, today, is the negotiation. And this is where we're going to see, I don't know how much of this negotiation they're going to do in public, but I think we have to watch to see not only where Justin Trudeau is willing to accommodate Jason Kenney, but where Jason Kenney is willing to accommodate uh, Justin Trudeau. And I think those five demands have been written with a view to the idea that some progress could be made. You can't do a, a, a thing and return to Alberta empty-handed unless you're looking for trouble, uh, which he may be. I don't think he is. Alberta is uh, in... People in Alberta are seriously angry, uh, but he has to walk a fine line between whipping up that anger and trying to do something about it. Same goes for Justin Trudeau. All right, let's move from there to the government's proposed tax cuts. Bill Morneau seems to be moving closer and closer to introducing these. We were told, of course, that when Parliament resumed for this little mini-session between the election and Christmas, that this would be top of the agenda. What do you expect to see when the tax cut bill is introduced in the House? Well, I think it is what they promised, and um, they are basically promising to raise the level. It's very gradual, um, but the amount that you can make right now before you have to pay taxes is about $12,000. By 2023, I think it is, um, you can make $15,000 before you start paying taxes. uh, Bill Morneau, with much fanfare, was presenting this as something that would lift a lot of people out of poverty, make a huge difference in people's lives. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. The, uh, uh, 
nothing unsurprising about what they announced yesterday. Um, what was kind of surprising was the NDP's reaction, um, saying, look, you can fiddle with this a little bit, um, just uh, fiddle with the exemption, I'm not going to go into the details here, and have enough to finance a dental care plan. Right. Now, now the NDP's support may not be needed for this Ways and Means motion in the end if the block goes along, and the block was making those signals yesterday. But it's a neat idea. And it's uh, it almost seems to be Jagmeet Singh throwing a line to Trudeau to say, look, here's a place where you can cooperate. I wouldn't, uh, in, in terms of impact, it wouldn't really put a dent in the plan, and it would show kind of goodwill all around. And so um, me, uh, folks in my office yesterday uh, thought it was interesting whether Trudeau takes them up on it. Again, I guess we can talk about whether it's Christmas and whether people are mm-hmm. giving or uh, receiving gifts. But but Jagmeet Singh threw an interesting idea into the mix yesterday. Yeah, and I, I do think it is interesting because uh, it's the sort of thing, and, and obviously you can debate the merits of it from a policy point of view, but from a political point of view, tax cuts are appealing, but uh, but they're not really felt the same way as a new program like that would be for so many people. Tax cuts are incremental. Uh, you, you might notice, okay, I'm getting $20 more every two weeks on my paycheck, but uh, that's not the same as I used to have to pay when I went to the dentist, and now I don't, right? That's huge. That is huge. And uh, I've been talking to some NDP MPs who said that, that when they were at the door, uh, during the election campaign, that was one of the most attractive things that uh, they were saying. People really seem to, you know, whether it's the the age we're living in, um, people really like this idea, and as you say, they can connect with it. And the, the tax cuts are incremental and um, hard to see. You know, a dental care plan now versus uh, a full tax cut by 2023 Um not so hard. And bonus, uh, Justin Trudeau and Jagmeet Singh look like they're heeding the wishes of the voters, which is more collaboration. Right. All right. Speaking of the potential for collaboration, there are signals from Washington that it appears as though some progress is being made between the Trump administration and House Democrats on getting the North American free trade deal, the revised NAFTA, uh, over the uh, the final few hurdles and towards the finish line. So we might see some some progress on that in the days ahead. So I just want to uh, be a bit smug, I predicted, or so much for all those people who said that uh, the little incident last week at the NATO summit would annoy Trump. Uh, Business is business, and they're getting down to the business of getting this deal on the ground. It's, uh, you know, the Democrats in the United States are the, the big ones there, and Trudeau and Trump both want NAFTA. But, um, but, uh, but I am uh, feeling a little bit stuck because I, I don't think that was as big a deal as everybody was portraying it to be. Even though it made it to Saturday Night Live. <laughs> yes, but still Saturday Night Live was making more fun of Donald Trump in that skit than they were of Justin Trudeau. <laughs> the big laughs were uh, yeah. were about I, the, the final piece at the end was Justin Trudeau getting Trump to slap himself in the face, which is 
um, not a, a which may be something that people might like to see. Now, uh, we should mention as well, uh, there's going to be a fall economic update of sorts uh, coming this week as well. So uh, that's because of the election, that wasn't part of the the normal sequence of events this fall. And of course, we'll have a budget in February or March, but we will see some kind of fiscal update from the government at some point. I note with interest they said it is a fiscal update for Canadians, not for Parliament, which tells me that they may wait until all the MPs have gone home Mm. and back to their ridings and that this update will be something uh, delivered next week, in the week before Christmas. Interesting. yeah, it's quiet around here. I could be wrong, but but I did note the language, uh, fiscal update to Canadians, not to Parliament. All right. Good stuff, Susan. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Okay, you too, Mark. That's Susan Delacorte, Ottawa Bureau Chief for the Toronto Star. Alberta has been the great engine of prosperity, social mobility, and shared wealth in modern Canada. But our ability to play that role in the future is at risk. Now, here's what political columnists and commentators are writing about today. In the Toronto Sun, Mark Bonacoski argues, the Alberta Premier's first scheduled face-to-face with Justin Trudeau since the election has all the makings of being a doozy. Bonacoski writes, with Canada shedding 71,200 jobs in November, Jason Kenney wisely set up the meeting to the Canadian Club in Ottawa, stressing Alberta is looking for a fair deal, not a special deal. Then he ran a front-page ad in all Ottawa newspapers where he laid it out. Kenny showed up with eight of his cabinet ministers, each assigned to ferret out their federal counterparts to lay down a long list of the concerns they see as hindering the growth of the national economy. In the Globe and Mail, André Picard asks if a national pharmacare program is any closer to reality. Picard writes, Pharmacare has become the holy grail. It appears just as elusive. There is a theory that the NDP can use its leverage to force the Liberals to implement a program, but it's delusional to think the Liberals will act anything other than slowly. While the purported savings are compelling, shifting spending from private drug plans to the public treasury is much less so. Not to mention that the provinces are, at best, lukewarm about the idea. At Policy Options, Craig Jones argues the cannabis shift needs to happen for opioids. Jones writes... The legalization of cannabis has shown that public policy can trade a big problem, the mass criminalization of racialized and inner-city youth, for the slightly smaller, more manageable ones that concern safe and responsible consumption of a regulated substance. The sky did not fall after we legalized cannabis, so when will Canada take the bull by the horns and launch a strategy to combat our opioid crisis? Now, let's look at what's coming up on Canada's political agenda. Canada's Privacy Commissioner releases his annual report today. Daniel Terrien's reports seem to always contain important and controversial recommendations. And as CPAC's Martin Stringer tells us, this year's won't be an exception. Mark, the Privacy Commissioner's annual report will contain important recommendations and findings with regards to updating and improving Canada's privacy laws, both in the public sector or the government's use of your personal data, and also in the private sector, which is covered by a law called PIPIDA. Now for PIPIDA, just think of Facebook and their use and abuse several years ago of people's personal data. 
But also, Daniel Terrien's report will include his findings on a controversial issue which exploded just over a year ago when Canadians learned that Statistics Canada was asking Canada's chartered banks for the personal banking information of Canadians to try to compile better demographic and socioeconomic profiles of the population. That raised the hue and cry of Canadians who are deeply concerned that their private banking data was being used, even if Statistics Canada said it was being made anonymous and then it would be destroyed after its compilation. Well, we will see what the Privacy Commissioner has to say about that at 11 a.m. at the National Press Theatre this morning when he releases his his, uh, report. Thanks, Martin. Also today, the Prime Minister will attend the Cabinet meeting, followed by meetings with the Premier of Nova Scotia and, as we mentioned, the Premier of Alberta. This evening, the Prime Minister will attend the National Liberal Caucus Holiday Party in Ottawa. Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland will be in Mexico City to take part in meetings on North American free trade. And Foreign Affairs Minister François-Philippe Champagne will take part in the Alliance for Multilateralism Conference in Berlin. And that's CPAC Today in Politics for Tuesday, December 10th. Tune into Primetime Politics tonight on CPAC for coverage of all the day's events. Our podcast returns tomorrow morning. Have a great day.